Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What's up? Welcome back to Tomahawk. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined by Dan Holloway. Fourth show of the day for you. I don't care. It's a fucking marathon. This is a good week for uh, baseball, for the Braves, I guess. I'm pretty excited. Let's start with uh, what we saw last night. Uh, fucking Orlando Arcia walks it off for the Braves in the bottom of the ninth against the Red Sox. I was, again, it's May, blah, 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 all that shit, it's early. But that's the type of game where it's just like, come on, at least show some competency. It's, I know it's only a two-game <laughs> series, but like, don't get swept. All this shit. They were down 3 nothing early, and I was just like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't start... Neither one of those games uh, against the Red Sox started out very good. No. One um, stayed bad, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of, right? It was six runs right off the bat. Yeah. It didn't get that much worse. It just yeah, never yeah, got yeah. better. But, yeah, that one was uh, – uh, Ian Anderson looks like he's finding his release point a little bit better, had some bad luck. I think uh, – Trevor Story fucking hit a tater. Yeah, for real. I, um, I think with Anderson at this point, I think we're just like it, – it's still early in his career, but I think – I'm confident enough to just say, like, okay, he's always just going to suck until June or something, or, like, mid-May. Like, Maybe. And that's not... That's fine. That's not uh, necessarily out of the ordinary for a sinker ball pitcher anyways. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the game looked pretty fucking good. Uh, I was... The Braves went out of the zone a little more in this game than mm-hmm. I'm used to them. Uh, like, they strike out a lot. But they went out of the zone a lot for this game, more, yeah. more than I'm used to seeing, which is weird because they didn't strike out nearly as much as they usually do. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Um, and I definitely didn't see... Uh, I, I didn't see Arcia hitting a walk-off home run. I mean, that's, uh, no. that's not really why he's on the team. Um, not that he's a bad hitter, but... I mean, he's on the team to play anywhere and yeah. do what he did for the rest of the game, which is hit base hits, essentially. Yeah. I mean, he's got a little bit of pop. His full season's like 15 home run guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that you could that, that looked like a fucking batting practice fastball. It was like you couldn't have put it on a tee any better in front of him. You know, good for him because... You, uh, uh, Acuna does this when he's not when he's close, but he's not really sharp. Yeah, he gets a couple of pitches to hit, and he fucking just barely misses them. You know what I mean? And he, you can see him talking to himself when he's walking around, like "fuck." Yeah. Um, we really do drink our own products, you know. <laughs> uh, that's our new sun hat, by the way. That's available on drinkerbros.com. I need one of those store. to uh, fucking <clears throat> mow my lawn like a nerd. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this is a good game, and <clears throat> the last couple of series for the Braves, they've split and won series, yeah. right? So, well, wait, back know. to that Arcia home run though. Were you watching that live? Did you watch that live? Oh uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, were yeah. you listening to the broadcast or you listening to something else? No, we were watching uh, fucking some TV show. Okay, and I just had it on my phone. Yeah, so I was watching the end of that game. And I think this all the time because it's an obvious actual thing that happens all the time. I forget who was pitching for the Red Sox, but their fucking pitcher in the ninth. Albies was on first. Uh, Brazier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Brazier was throwing <laughs> over every other pitch. It would be like pitch, throw over, yeah. pitch, throw over, which feels like is almost always a recipe for fucking disaster. Yeah. And <clears throat> the Braves broadcast crew was talking about that. They're like, you got to focus on one out. And apparently, yeah. <clears throat> according to a Reddit thread I was reading, Eckersley was saying the same thing on the Red Sox broadcast. He's like, you're, if you're trying to get two outs, you're going to get no outs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you need to fo- – and I, it, it, for my whole life, it's driven me crazy. Like, focus on the fucking guy at the plate. Yeah, that was – and it's not good strategy either in, in that situation because uh, your, your next guy up is Demerit. Now, look, he's had some big moments. Mm-hmm. He had but, a home run in that game? Yeah, he had a home run in this game. I, what I mean to say, he strung together some good at-bats, but when it, he's not like one of the guys on the Braves that you fear facing in that situation. Right, and uh, by n- the way. Not that Arcia is, but let's say Albies steals second and gets into scoring position. You still have a guy that's very get-outable. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know. That just didn't seem like it made a lot of sense. And Ozzy's, he's fast for sure, but he's not a great base stealer. Like he's he just happens to be fast, yeah. and he gets on base a lot, but he's not a great base dealer. So man, I was thinking the same thing. Like, why the fuck you? And it, it kind of irritates me sometimes because there's just a strategic element to throwing over, even if you're not trying to pick the guy off. Right. Even sometimes you're even trying to disrupt the hitter's rhythm by mm-hmm. doing that. You know what I mean? And then the fans boo, and I'm always like, shut the fuck up, man. You guys <laughs> don't even know what the fuck is going on. But this one, the fans uh, would have been booing if it was in his home park. It was at the Braves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry. They should have been booing if it was at his home park instead of being the Braves visitors uh, 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 booing them because that is so stupid. And you see guys do it all the time now, especially younger dudes. Mm-hmm. Like they just haven't – I don't know if they're nervous and they don't want to throw the ball to the plate or what it is. But this or- dude's – he's 34 like there's no excuse for that shit right and one thing that always <clears throat> cracked me up or that cracks me with that too is that like you know like and i know that not no one can be this guy but like mm. maddox never threw over maddox would do it performatively yeah and then but he only cared about the guy at the plate yeah and honestly oh if you're gonna throw over i i don't think you can just go back and forth like that like i mean it really was like one then the other one then the other and it's like at some point you are going to fucking lose focus yeah. on the dude who can really hurt you. And he did that, and Arcia fucking hit a line drive out of the park. Yeah, you haven't seen a whole lot of like 25, 30-foot high line drives go out this year. No. Uh, and I, to be honest, when he first hit it, uh, I thought it had a lot of top spin on it, and it was coming back. I, think yeah. I thought it may, may have been a wall banger or something like that. Um, but it just kept going. I mean, he must have knuckled it or something. I don't know. My, my initial reaction to the swing was, oh, that's fucking gone. And then as I watched the ball go into the outfield, I was immediately like, I remembered like, oh, yeah, the ball's dead. I was like, come on, fuck, stay up, stay up, stay up, stay up. And it I'm kind of just barely did. I mean, it cleared the little greenery that's right <laughs> yeah. beyond the wall. So it yeah, got, it's probably like 370 feet, something yeah. like that, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, but that... Brazier gave us that game. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, well, not necessarily. Like he, who knows, right? But he did lay that pitch in there. Yeah, and uh, you know, the other side of that is this year. I we've even on our own team encouraged people just to lay it in there sometimes because it's hard for non home run hitters to even hit a home run right now. Right. Um. But it worked out for us this time. Luckily, it was nice to get that split though. <clears throat> and so we're in the middle of a home stand. Mm. Uh, a tough homestand. Brewers, Red Sox, and Padres. Padres yeah. start tomorrow night. Although the Red Sox have underperformed this year, but they still got a solid squad. Yeah, the they, the Brewers, mean, I think, had 
strung off like what twelve wins in a row before they showed up to Atlanta or something. I don't know if they. I don't know if it was twelve in a row, but I mean they're playing well. Yeah. Like it's and they're <clears throat> and they're just a fucking good team. Yeah. So, uh, Rowdy Telez is like a low key like uh, dark horse MVP candidate. Yeah. So I mean he's got like seven home runs. Um, but yeah, the the Braves are three and two so far against the Brewers and the Red Sox. Took two or three from the Brewers, split a two game series with the Red Sox. Uh, they got the Padres this weekend. Interesting set of games. Uh, they lost. They dropped the first in both to the Red Sox and yeah. the Brewers. And I, you know, it, it, it is. I was encouraged both times. Like, like when they dropped the first to the Brewers, I was just like, "Well, fuck, dude!" Like, yeah, wasn't it Burns? I think pitch game two. I think so. I yeah. was like, "Well, there goes the series." Probably. Like, hopefully, we can get one out of three. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the- I mean this, and this is a good. Uh, a good reset, I think. Actually, that that series against Milwaukee, a team that you put away last year, so it's kind of a benchmark. Like we know we should be beating these guys, even though they have a really good team. We should beat them if we play well. They and played also maybe a team that's <clears throat> gunning for you a little bit, just because they, they're they, like, of course they are. Yeah, like fuck like they you. should be. Yeah, so uh, good display there because that's a challenge. That like if you're a baseball team, you're thinking about that. That's a challenge during the season. Okay, we've met that challenge now. That's confidence building. The first. Padres series didn't I mean it was okay yeah. for the Braves but uh, particularly that first game that you Darvish pitch who's by the way who they're facing tomorrow in uh in the first game of this series they looked like fucking shit against you Darvish yeah and it happened sometimes the light it was it was a weird time of the day game so the shadows were weird and stuff like that but they looked like children trying to fight him and uh this time though it's in Atlanta, obviously, so there's not a whole lot of lighting issues, and it's Max Fried on the mound for us. Now this is a game against another not divisional opponent, but against a fucking league opponent that you think you should win two out of three games here, and that's what they need to do. Absolutely, I mean, a pot- yeah, it's a potential playoff matchup, <laughs> yeah. uh, all that shit. Uh, so speaking of Fried, by the way, that was pr- maybe the biggest game of the entire. Uh, five games we're talking about here freed with the big start in game two against the yep. brewers looked absolutely <clears throat> fucking phenomenal yeah i mean he's uh, we've said this before he's become the guy and shit like that but like mm. we needed to stop there yeah. right like we if we wanted to win the series we obviously had to win that game mm. but like <clears throat> at the same time like it's that's it, just a big game yeah for him to pitch in not a huge game not the world series it's not a world series clinching game but like that's freed walking out on the mound and just laying his dick out and being like yeah dude i'm fucking like we're, I'm stopping this. Like we're not losing two in a row. I mean, he did the same thing. Uh, I guess it's not net exactly the same thing, but the Mets were on a big winning streak when they came in, and he shut their ass down too, right? Yeah, it's just kind of how that's his identity now, which is good because you need that. Like there's inflection points during the season where maybe shit gets tough and everybody's kind of getting to their breaking point, and then somebody comes out and does something big or you're on a good roll and somebody comes out and reinforces the big thing you've done. Like, or if there's a rival and you've had trouble with him, he comes out and beats him like, Hey, well, at least we know when Freddie's on the mound, we can beat anybody. Yeah. Right. That's when, a big thing to have in your back pocket. When, when the Braves were winning a hundred <clears throat> games every other year in the nineties, it wasn't because they were rattling off 15 game win streaks. It was because they win never series. bled for very long. That was Bobby Cox whole thing. It was the rule of, uh, uh, threes so he loved the three run home run and he loved to win two out of three right yeah. he loved he if you win series if you win series after series you'll go uh, wake up you're in uh, early part of september you already got like 85 90 wins yeah. you know what i mean that's 
that was all his. Like, so he didn't get up or down too much about one game. He played each series as if it was a playoff series, yeah. which is interesting because in actual playoff series, he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's easy to play a playoff series when the other team is not aware that also they're in the play. playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is. But I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I, the reason you win a lot of games, or the, I guess the, other way, the better way to put it is the reason you don't lose a lot of games and stay in contention is because you stop bleeding quickly. And the way you really stop bleeding, it's not having a lineup that's one through nine. It's not having an elite bullpen. Yeah. It is having a fucking stopper yeah. or two in the rotation where it's like, we're not going to lose today. Or we, we always have a chance to win the game when this guy's on the mound. Yeah. So on <clears> and so forth. And that with Freed in game two against the Brewers where the Braves are, you know, they're in, fi- they're fi- they're in fine shape. They're not obviously not close to first place yet or anything like that. But you don't you just don't want to keep dropping series and, certainly not no and that series turned on freed's start yeah and the, and these are i mean even if you include uh the met series but the Braves went three and two in five games against the brewers and red sox and you might say to yourself well that's not that big a deal right they won three out of five games that's whatever that's 60 percent. that's 97 wins right. on a season so yeah it is a big deal like if you if you play like this, you're going to be in really good shape towards the end of the, right. uh, the year. You know what happens if you win three out of, uh, if you go three and two in the division series? Uh, win the division you, series. Yeah, you yeah. advance. Yeah. So I, that's, that's, that's what baseball is. Baseball's mm-hmm. not football. Baseball's not, you know, basketball <laughs> where you are just in, where you are in an insane amount of games over 500 yeah. or, or whatever. Um, if you're a really good team. I, another Awesome part of the five games. Acuna hits his first two bombs. <laughs> that fucking one where he fell down. Like, what, what did you enjoy more? The one where he fell down or the one where he got the LeBron shout out? Uh, I, well, I don't like LeBron, so not that one. <clears throat> I thought the one where he fell down was pretty funny. Um, he, uh, I can't tell if, like, he was, he knew he hit it, right? Oh, yeah. Like, he definitely, you can... Just if, if you've ever hit a baseball with a wooden bat before, you know that you don't actually feel anything if you make perfect contact with it. Um, but he, it, I, I can't tell if he was getting ready to celebrate and tripped or if he just like his feet got tangled up after the swing. Yeah. Because um, it almost looked like a foot drag into the long Sammy Sosa side stride bullshit or something, but I don't. He doesn't really do that much. Usually, he just hits the ball and starts running. Well, while he, he watches it, yeah, he he's, he doesn't celebrate over <clears throat> the plate. He gets past <clears throat> the left-handed batter's box, kinda, and then does whatever he's gonna <clears throat> do. It was pretty funny. I mean, I've seen uh, not not actually in person but uh what's his nuts reggie jackson used to hit home runs off a knee all the time yeah right like he liked the low ball so he would go down literally to his knee and hit the ball thousand feet that dude was a goddamn monster um yeah but that's that was pretty cool rc i got the big walk that fucking home run that acuna hit the second one the one lebron shout out because yeah i guess the whatever the silencer that ball went 450 feet yeah, it like would have gone like ball. 700 feet yeah. if it was if you were using the 2019 ball. God damn. Like that thing was <clears throat> fucking crushed. Yeah. And it's the weird thing about Acuña is is it like you you never look at him and you're like that's a strong man. No, he doesn't. I mean, he looks like a ball player, but he's he still looks like a fucking baby to me. He does. 
He does. Um, but even though, and like, he, it's not that he's like chubby or anything like uh, Guerrero kind of, or, or yeah. like Prince Fielder back in the day. He just, like, nothing about his build, his arms, mm. anything. Are Like, he just looks like a guy, kind of, like yeah. a cool guy. But like, I when he crushes that, when he hits that ball 450 feet, I'm just kind of like, how the fuck did that body do that? Trunk rotation. As in? Uh, so you move, you're, it, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Your body should not, your lower body and upper body shouldn't be moving at the same time during your swing. Yeah. Right. So, uh, if you're swinging a ba- if, like, let's say that your plant foot's here and the pitcher's hand is here right before it's delivered, you're already starting to rotate your hips before your hands ever move. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, he has, if you slow his swing down, really like really slow it down, you can see how on every single fucking pitch that he offers at, his hips are already moving before his bat head even gets, before his hands even start to come up sometimes. His yeah. hips are already moving. So he's down here fucking around with his bat, and he's, he loads up, and then his hips start to open up, and before he even brings his hands up to finish going through the zone, sometimes his hips are already moving out. So he, he's really good at setting his bottom half of his body <clears throat> into a position where he yes. can violently move the top half of his yeah. body through the zone. And the, the other... So Albert Pujols is the same way, right? Ugh, Mike, yeah, if Mike, there was ever a dude. Mike Trout is also the same way. And those two guys, I think, do a better job of staying back on the ball. I feel like Ronald gives up on a lot of at-bats that Trout and Pujols didn't yeah. uh, and the, at this, during this stage well, of their career. Well, look, I mean, But Pujols, look, if you're even comparing the two, right. fucking who cares, right? I mean, I love Ronald Acuna Jr., and this isn't to insult him at all, but, like, he has got to... I'm not going to put him mentally on the same plane as Trout or Pujols. No, I mean, the, the discipline is different with those guys. Yeah. Like, honestly, they're, they're two of the more – it's like if you took all the best parts of a base – if you took Joey Votto's plate vision and discipline and put it into Mark McGuire's body, you get Albert <laughs> fucking Pujols. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the way it is. There was – I've never seen – the only hitter I ever saw who was smarter than Albert Pujols was literally Chipper Jones, like mm. in that era. Mm. But – Albert he had Poole. Not nearly the physical talents that Albert Pujols right, had. Yeah. Exactly. Which is huh. insane because Chipper was extremely physically talented, mm-hmm. but Pujols was just a goddamn yeah. animal. He's different. Yeah. It was fucking insane. Like <clears throat> that man, I the um the the close pitches I watched him spit on, and then like the good pitches in the zone that I watched him take on purpose. Yeah, take on purpose or the pitches that you're like, oh, a hitter shouldn't be able to hit that in the zone, and he just mashed yeah. it. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, granted, that lid, the fa- most famous one, the Lidge pitch, like, that was a hung. But <laughs> he, Albert Pools took a lot of good pitches and put them 400 feet further than they should have been. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's... <clears throat> Honestly, I think he's the best right-handed hitter of all time. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think the best left-handed hitter's got to be Ted Williams, but right-handed, I don't I know. Ted Williams was or Ted Williams. Oh, well, Stan Musial was right-handed, I think. Uh, I think so. I think uh, DiMaggio was right-handed. Was Gehrig? Or was uh, Gehrig lefty? Lou Gehrig's left-handed. Okay. That, Obviously, I know, Ruth was left-handed. Bob was left-handed. Yeah, they shot that. Um, the pride of the Yankees. They shot it reverse. So all the stuff, because Gary Cooper couldn't swing left-handed, and they <laughs> wanted it to look real. Yeah. That's funny. That's how I know that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I can't think of any other right-handed batters that are better than them. Well, honestly, like even Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron played like 40 fucking years. 
You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and no individual season of Hank Aaron compares to what uh, Albert Pools did over a 10 year. Like, if you compare their 10 year peaks, right. it's, not, it's not even really close, to be honest. Uh, all right, I got one for you. There's probably one that's better than Pools uh, Willie Mays. I don't, I don't think he's a better hitter. Maybe not. I mean, I, Pools, he, he he was certainly like if you include defense and speed, he's yes. better than Pools. Yeah. yeah, I I would say Pools in terms of just pure hitting is probably a top five hitter of all time. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, Mays obviously not that Mays is a shitty hitter. He has six hundred and sixty home runs, but uh, uh, Mays uh, got quite a bit of value out of uh, the glove and everything like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, pitch. yeah, he he's. I guess that, A-Rod? I, a lot of that's probably personal preference yeah. too, maybe. I don't know. I didn't get to see him play live, so maybe it would have been different if I had. I don't know. But it, <clears throat> again, oh, by the way, Mutual was lefty. I'm a fucking idiot. If you're even comparing somebody to any of these other people, then that's a pretty good compliment to yeah, them, I think. Goddamn insane. And Pujols ranks uh, 28th all time, wins both places. And what's weird about that is that he gets like massively. This is why I don't like wins above replacement for a lot of things, is because. He gets mad. He gets murdered, murdered for defense. Uh, and in the Angels' years, that's probably probably valid. But he gets murdered for defense in most of the Cardinals' years when he was arguably like a top three defensive first baseman mm. in the league. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, it's range factor. I which shouldn't a, even be a thing at first base. But have you seen like there's highlights? There's a great highlight of Pujols running up and catching a ball while walking the fucking line on the tarp. Mm, like, he, yeah. he like literally toes the tarp like he's fucking Simone Biles. He definitely wasn't bad at defense. No. Like, he shouldn't have been losing points. And he was think. one of the smartest base runners in the league. For a, I mean, he probably still is one of the smartest base runners in the league. It's just yeah. that now he's a fucking tree. Yeah, so he's he old as shit. Can't do anything. No. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 anyway, back to the thing. Acuna, not those guys, but fucking, you know. Still fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then Arcia had the big homer. Anything else from those games that you like? The the three and two little stretch there? Um, there was another, I don't remember which game it was in, but there was another uh, super strong performance uh, by Strider. Hold on, what game was it? It was uh, the, Mo- the, the, oh, that third, the it was the third Milwaukee game. Yeah, but, when we were I remember texting you about that being like, why didn't he just start? Yeah, they had an opener and then he pitched four innings, no hits, or no four innings, no runs, and struck out eight. Like, why is this dude not the fifth starter? Right. What are we waiting for here? Well, also just like because they've got that other co- they signed Jesse Chavez and they who is the other dude? Tyler, not Tyler Thornburg, who's the other motherfucker? Jackson Stevens is there now. He's a fucking, he can be a long mop-up reliever too. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You, let, get, put this kid in there and let him get some starts. At That's least for the time saying. being. And So, <clears throat> do you think that they maybe don't want to put him in the starter role because they want to keep him, they want to keep him in a bullpen routine? Because right now, uh, I didn't put this in the notes, but right now, from, every, from what I read the other day, it just came out, Soroka is fully on track. Yeah, he's uh, he's been pitching off a mound, and now he's doing like defensive drills and shit. Yeah, so that's no good. setbacks. <clears throat> Getting yeah. Mike Soroka back, I mean that's that's trading for like a, a, a number two starter. He's a number one starter, honestly. Maybe not right out of the gate, but yeah, it's it's a that's a big deal. Him coming back, that's um, a huge. Fun. So, is there value to not 
you know, keeping Strider in the routine you need to keep him in instead of kind of tossing him all, all over. He's a young kid. This is his first yeah, year maybe. in the big leagues. Maybe. I mean, they sent, uh, what's his nuts got sent down, right? Who? Um, Muller? Uh, no, Muller, they DFA'd. Um, God, what is his fucking name? Oh, Elder. Elder, yeah, Bryce Elder. Yeah, he got sent down to AAA, I think. Uh, I'll um, double check that. Well, he's not on the major league roster right now. I know that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, he's at Gwinnett. So okay. that's good. He's getting some uh, experience there. It didn't. They felt, obviously, like he wasn't ready to be there yet. Um, didn't have good command. Filled the gaps. Yeah, but that was part of the expanded roster. So you got to think when... Um, when Sor- Soroka's expecting to be back sometime in, Ju- in late July, it's early like season, yeah, yeah, like late July, early uh, August, I think. Yeah, that'll be a big deal. I mean, that's usually when the Braves start making their run too. So, could be an extra big deal if Anderson and Freed and fucking uh, Morton, uh, Morton are, and and Bright, I suppose, are all still pitching the way they're pitching now over the last couple of games. Uh, save that last one for Kyle Wright. Uh, that's going to be a pretty nasty lineup. I mean, you would expect that Morton's going to go into the bullpen at that point. I don't know about just I, as like like I you, over Wright. Yeah. I, well, no, I think in what, the if I think we make they, the postseason I, in the postseason. Yeah, I think they would use Wright as a uh, yeah not not during the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would use Wright as an opener for Morton, maybe or something like that. Mor- Morton's definitely. <laughs> A guy more capable of flexibility than, than yeah. Wright is. Although Wright, uh, the he brilliant relief, game he yeah. pitched in the World Series, he was it was the same thing Strider just fucking did. Yeah. They put him in after like a, an out or two or something like that, and then he pitched you know brilliantly in the World Series. I wonder if that turned a corner. I think we talked about that 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 might have kind of woke him up a little bit yeah. and been like, dude, I can fucking do this. Well, last time, are the, the he's his last that last game against Boston where he gave up six runs in the first inning uh I think it was the second or third actually was it the second yeah it wasn't the, the first inning mm. well he gave up six runs on basically two plays right yeah. um four walks that's always the bad thing for him like he that he if he strikes out less than five right. usually doesn't go well for him and if he walks more than two it doesn't go well for him that's kind of a key metric for this guy did you catch that game that game i did not catch actually i saw i watched the first um whatever inning it was that they scored all those runs i watched that inning that's, yeah. that's when i started watching what did so that it was look like the so second with, inning with all the walks was he missing or were they like we're just fuck you throw strikes um <clears throat> he was missing but not by much it's just one of those days okay like you sometimes this is how it is well i wonder if it's like he was always kind of around the zone and people were just swinging at it and then the red maybe, Sox yeah. maybe saw something and were like eh eh put it in the zone <clears throat> give us a fucking strike i mean he's walked four guys in two separate occasions this year right um but i don't uh most of his other games it's either zero or one all of his other games it's either zero or one that's his sweet spot. He can't afford to walk people. I think it's even even when he fucking doesn't walk people and and doesn't strike people out, he gets a lot of ground ball outs when he's good. Yeah, right. Like the same as fucking Ian Anderson. That that dude's a ground ball machine. Anderson is. If Anderson has five strikeouts in a game, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, what a weird day for Ian Anderson. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was a great three two series. I was. I just again, I'm in love with uh, Freed. The Acuna stuff's nice to see that he's kind of finding his stroke. Mm. Uh, all that's fun. Next up, kind of a weird story. 
that I was a little surprised at. Maybe you can shed some more light on it. Austin Riley loses his arbitration case. Yeah, that's weird. With I the mean, Braves. I don't, I don't see how you the the arbitration is supposed to reflect what the what the player would make if it was an open market, basically, right? Right. Um, not like a full max deal, but what's a what's a reasonable salary for this amount of performance? And he asked for four two five, I think, and yeah. they and they ended they settled on. I think the the offer was originally three five, and they settled on four nine or three nine five, which right. is lower than what he wanted, higher than what the team. Well, why do you why give, frame but, that? Every headline frame that <clears> as a loss. Uh, because he got less than what he asked for, but that's kind of how that negotiation usually works. Right, but that's not. But they, but he also got more than what the Braves were willing to offer. Yeah. So what is? Why is that? Why frame that as a fucking loss? I don't know why you frame it as a loss. But it's also, uh, it's also really weird. Um, Three point four million is what. Oh, that was O'Neill. Yeah, I mean he's so. Riley was the MVP runner-up last year, basically, right? Or he was like top five MVP? He was top 10, I think. Top 10? And you think that's worth even $4 million? Like that? No, that's worth like 20. Obviously, he's not going to get 20. But I expected it to jump up to like eight or something like that. Yeah. Because he's had multiple seasons in a row that are good. And by the time this arbitration had happened, he was like third in the league in home runs. Right. Second in the league, actually, in the National League of home runs. So, uh the only, like if you take away New York Yankees, then he's third in the league because they're they're all hitting on a fucking playground right now. It's not even a real baseball stadium. Uh, that was a fucking funny ass quote the other day. It was, the- and he like I I can't believe people were talking shit like oh he's mad like no it's fucking everybody talks shit like that. So in 2021, Austin Riley had the second highest WRC plus among third basemen right in the majors. And I want to say maybe the second highest wins above replacement as well, which is hilarious because he gets dinged for defense. <laughs> yeah, second highest on both counts. And they take defense away from him. So he beat out Machado, Nolan Arenado, who's currently like leading the world in, yeah. in fucking wins above replacement. Jose Ramirez was the only one who beat him. And Jose Ramirez hit 36 home runs and also stole 27 bases. Yeah. And they love his defense, unlike Ry- Riley, who gets dinged defensively even though, like, you look, he's not Ramirez, he's not Arenado <laughs> on defense, but, like, the guy has a great fucking glove. He's got that Ron Washington glove. Yeah, he's good. And he's got a good arm, too. Yep. So I don't, like, he, he's break-even, at least, or better than break-even, in my opinion. Um, I mean, fuck, dude. He crushed Matt Chapman in WRC+, and with, wins above replacement. Yep. And Matt Chapman is making money, I think, right? Uh, I don't remember. But. Well, he got traded from Oakland to Toronto, so he's going to be making money now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Probably yeah. wasn't that much before, but yeah, that, that's a weird one. By the way, pretty wild that last year, even though we were all talking how old Justin Turner was and shit like that, Justin Turner was fourth in wins above replacement and also fourth in WRC Plus among third basemen. I'm not surprised by that. Turner, <clears throat> Turner just fucking does his thing. He's fucking yeah. ageless. Um, but what do you... Okay, so two questions about Riley losing the arbitration. What do you think he deserved? He asked for 425. Did he just deserve what he asked for? Um, I mean, I don't know. Usually it's on a graduated scale. Like, how much time do you have left? Is this your first or second year of arbor- arbitration? All that stuff. So you're not going to get your max arbitration on the first year. But you may have a great year, 
get an arbitration bump, have a less great year and get a bigger arbitration bump because now you're about to become a free agent and all this shit. Like right. there's all these weird fucking I don't I don't think the rules is just the way the game is played. I would like if I were him, I would expect to make eight million bucks, right? For yeah. for that performance. Like you're you're in a there's nobody else in arbitration that put up the kind of numbers he did. Right? I don't maybe one or two, but yeah, not, no. not a lot. <clears throat> the other people in arbitration, hold on. I mean, um, there's a lot of real, real good, real young fucking dudes. Sure, but not right like now. people that were legit MVP candidates. Um, um, so there's other. So uh, Max Fried's got an arbitration hearing coming up. Uh, Aaron Judge and Chris Bassett from the two New York teams. It's hilarious that That's, Aaron those Judge are be is ones. still in arbitration because they yeah. just don't trust his body. Yeah, well, can't really blame him. No, I mean, he's no. got fucking 10 home runs so far this year, but we'll see. I mean, when he's healthy, he's a fucking <laughs> animal. But. Yeah. Um, so two things with that. One, the Braves and Anthopolis in particular, although they were doing this under previous administrations as well with like, uh, I mean, they did it with Brian McCann back in the day, mm. and they did it with, uh, obviously, Freddie Freeman back in the day too, and those are different GMs. But the Braves organization at large has been really into the move of, buying out your arbitration years plus X amount of other years because they did it with Acuna, they did it with Albies, all those yeah. stuff. Do you expect a similar deal to be offered to Riley if he produces <laughs> again like that this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I were the Braves, I would try to do that, certainly. And that's kind of been their thing, but is, is Austin Riley going to be, is he going to accept the same kind of deal that Albies or fucking Acuna would, it's, like a long-term, I, less money deal? I think he would be happy to accept an Acuna-esque deal. I don't know that he would be happy to accept Albies. I mean, Albies took 35 over like yeah. seven or something crazy like that. Acuna got $100 million for 10 years. Like, Acuna... I mean, honestly, if Acuna had waited, he would still, not, he would still be making bullshit now, but by his... <clears throat> like, the contract he would sign on the open market would be for seven to ten years for... 300 to 400 million dollars yeah. i'm sure he felt real good about that 100 mil after he tore his acl though yeah yeah it's worked out for him so far yeah um but yeah, I, mean, I don't know i i yeah i expect them to make an offer i mean because look at look at i mean look at the top third baseman in the league and obviously there's pros I, I, the braves farm is not great right now yeah um they have a couple guys like matt harris the second and shit like that he didn't play third base but um I'd be surprised if Harris doesn't make it to the majors at some point this year. That wouldn't least, surprise me. Yeah. At least for a cup of coffee. But, I mean, like, all these other dudes, at least from last year, like, Jose Ramirez isn't going anywhere. He wants, he literally wants to stay in Cleveland. Devers is going to stay with Boston. Turner's a million years old. Machado's locked up long-term in San Diego. Arenado is not leaving St. Louis. Makata's, you know, uh, Chapman just... Uh, he's going to, he'll sign a deal. I don't know if he did after the trade or not, but he will sign a deal with Toronto. For so, sure. I mean, like th- there's not much of a third base market, like yeah. lock the fucker up. I would think, I mean, that would be your lead off hitter and your three and five hitter locked up long-term. That's not a bad thing. Right. Not the worst. And I, I assume they're going to make some offer to Freddie or I'm sorry, to uh, Max Freed as well. Yeah, I think this year is going to be the... Uh, now, granted, Freed's older. Yeah, he's 28, I think. But yeah. You can't, you can't... Like, you got to make a five-year offer to him, mm-hmm. I think. That's a, probably appropriate. Five or six years. But, man, Freed on the open market? It would, the Braves definitely wouldn't be able to keep him. No. I he, mean, 
Freak could make some money. Yeah. Any any team would take him. Uh, certainly the Yankees would be all over that. Houston would probably come out with a fucking big contract for him as well. And he's a lefty. Yeah. He's literally clinched a World Series. I mean, what do you want? What more could he possibly do to not get, like, <coughs> honestly, number one starter money? Yeah, he should. He should be making probably 25 million a year or something like that. I, I, I don't think, especially if he keeps, you know, play, pitching like he's pitching this year. Uh, Soroka, on the other hand, is, you know, he's way younger. Like, I think yeah. Soroka's like 23 or something like yeah, that. I think now. He's 20, yeah, he's still 23. I mean, he's, yeah. he's young. He's a really young guy. So, and he's been injured for so long that he's the type of guy where if he puts up a good two or three months this year and a good year next year, they could probably do an, a similar ARB deal yeah. with him or ARB buyout with him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but speaking of gambling your money away or not or winning money, just winning a bet like you do when you buy out someone's arbitration. MyBookie.com is sponsoring this episode. And if you love sports and you love making money, then MyBookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with MyBookie.com make every game more exciting or every golf tournament. Dan is uh, doing quite well so far. Dan Delco, Dan, that is. Are you trying to like, is that, you tossing it to me? I'm tossing it to you. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Munoz, minus 12 first day, but you know, long ways to go. Long ways to go, but look, Dan, Dan is the fucking golf god at, at betting. Uh, and he does it on mybookie.com. And when you sign up using the promo code Drinking Bros, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000. Uh, there are thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports, and there is no shortage of ways for you to win at mybookie.com on top of having amazing lines and props mybookie.com is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions so that you, you know, you're not going to find anywhere else they even have a freaking casino and it's not like a fake uh, electronic casino where you're like what the hell is this this has got to be fake they're fucking me out of my money like you literally see real people like dealing the cards on camera and stuff like that it's awesome uh, so get off the couch and get in the game with mybookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle you will probably eventually get murdered if you drive uber so betting with mybookie is safer uh head to mybookie.com today use the promo code drinking bros to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to one thousand dollars and start winning today bet anything anytime anywhere with mybookie.com next up is a really interesting set of stats i saw this morning on the internet the Braves bullpen, we've said all year and in the preseason or whatever that it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good bullpen. <laughs> it's even better than it looks. So right now it doesn't look that good. If you just kind of go by traditional stats, their ERA is 12th in the majors. It's top half, but barely, and you don't want to be 12th, really. That's an that's a iffy bullpen. Yeah. That's not necessarily a playoff team's bullpen. Well, they keep expanding the playoffs, so maybe it's a playoff team's bullpen at this point. But it's not necessarily what you want. However, despite the fact that the ERA is 12th, their wins above replacement on fan graphs is second. Their fielding independent pitching is second, which well, means how well they've pitched if you don't factor in yeah. <clears throat> uh, shitty fielding or anything like that. The wins above replacement means that uh, a lot of these runs are happening in non-high leverage situations, mm-hmm. right? So they're fucking up more in one game than they normally would, right. I guess. That's interesting. I haven't really paid much attention to that well and their strikeout to walk ratio is third yeah um that's probably not the case for the starting rotation because <laughs> they've had some issues with command yeah but i feel like the 
The bullpen's been pretty good this year. I think uh, Minter's had one shitty game. Minter's been maybe the best yeah. arm in the bullpen. Yeah, he's had one game where it was kind of shitty, but other than that, he was he's been great. Matzik's had two out of his seven. We're we're kind of dicey. Matzik's gotten off to a a little <clears throat> bit of a slow start. Yeah, but it's not missing. He's not. It's just got. He just got fucking tattooed a couple times. Yeah. Although one time he did walk two people, I think. You know who's been a little under the weather this year so far, who I expect to be totally fine, but uh, McHugh has looked kind of whatever. He's been hanging a lot of breaking pitches, and his he doesn't have that kind of arm where you can do that. Yeah. Because they just go fucking they, – they get launched. Uh, Kenley Jansen's been great except for, I think, just once one – Appearance. He hasn't blown any saves, I don't no, think. No, I think he gave up uh I think he's given up runs in two appearances or is it just one? No, just one. He's given up one run in how many innings? Where is it? Oh no, the first that's right. That first save opportunity of the year, he gave up three they were up seven four and he gave up three runs, but they still won the game. Yeah. Um so that's the only bad game he's had is the very first game. Everything else has been like there was one run scored in a game uh, in, in that Milwaukee series, but he still won. Uh, he's been great. He, like he, you can tell he's he's really relaxed playing in Atlanta. He loves. He grew up a Braves fan. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he, this is the type of thing where he's like, if I can't end my career with the Dodgers, I love to do it with the Braves. It's honestly, almost the exact same as Freeman. Yeah. Where it's like, if I can't end it with the Braves, I'll, I guess I'll go to the team I loved as a child. Actually, Freeman was an Angels fan as a kid. Probably. Uh, wait, is anybody an Angels fan? He was, apparently. Because he wow. grew up in sort of like <clears throat> weird part of California. Southern California, not like LA, LA. So that Angels were the closest team. Yeah. They were the local broadcast, I guess. Well, they're in Anaheim. Yeah. Which is about, yeah, it's south of I LA. I guess if you're in Orange County, you're an <clears throat> Angels fan. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I've, I know a lot of people from Orange County who are still Dodgers fans. Yeah. Because the Angels have always sucked, except for like a couple of years. To, to be fair, they have the same amount of World <clears throat> Series this century. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I, I never really like even thought about it. Like, actually, the only number that surprised me on that list was the ERA. I really, I suppose, and honestly, I suppose a lot of the ERA situation is. We've gotten blown out a couple fucking times. Yeah, I don't know that uh, ERA and, and ERA is not a great predictor of success for a reliever. WHIP is a better predictor. Yeah. And if, uh, not that it mentions it here, but if they're uh, the fielding independent stuff and the strikeout to walk ratios are really good. Those are good indicators that you're going to have fucking a pretty high level of success. And their bullpen really hasn't been blowing games for them. Like most, no. I feel like a lot. I don't have to look through this, but I feel like I've watched quite a few of the games this year. Most of the ones that were lost, I feel like were lost in the first couple of innings. Um, like quite a few of them, at least. Well, and then yeah, they put in the dude, some dudes who just keep getting fucked. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're well, at just some like, point, when so they were allowed to carry bigger rosters because none of the pitchers were loose yet. Yeah, so they would just throw a new guy out there, like here you go, give up four runs. Like you're not, we're not taking you out, so. Uh, let me actually. I can find this real quick. Team stats on relievers and uh, all that shit. So for WHIP, that's the opposite of what I want. Uh, the leader in WHIP is, of course, the fucking Dodgers. Uh, Atlanta's bullpen is seventh in WHIP at one point one three. I'll take it. Dodgers are point nine five. They're the only ones under one. Uh, the Angels are actually second at one point zero five, which kind of explains there. By the way, the uh, we're going to talk about the Angels in a minute, a little bit, but uh, 
Kind of weird that the Angels and Dodgers and Yankees and Mets, all, all four of them are in first place right now. Yeah, you got to, uh, if you're a major market team, uh, you got to be wondering when the other foot's going to drop here, right? Yeah. Because uh, this is, I mean, that'll never happen. I don't <clears throat> think it's sustainable. Well, I don't think it's necessarily sustainable or unsustainable for any of them. It's not like the Yankees suck. Well, the Yankees have played 18 of their games at home where they have a pretty clear advantage. But yeah. even even their road games, they're winning two out of three. So uh, they're eight and four on the, on the road. So it's not like, like they're, they're hot. There's nothing you can do with them right now. Um, the Angels, on the other hand, uh, good. At, they're, they've been good at home in a way as well. But I, I don't see like the... I'm not sure they have the infrastructure as a team to get, yeah. to keep this up. You never know. Like bullpens, I, sometimes you just have a great bullpen that year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got good names on your bullpen and they suck. It looks like they're having a good bullpen year, which is good for them. Um, and you've got Mike Trout, I mean, and Shohei Otani. Anything can happen, I guess. I don't know. I just expect the Angels to be in like third or fourth place right. by the you end of the season. expect them to be like the Mets yeah. and kind of mess it up. But, I mean, Atlanta's in pretty good company in the top ten. I mean, you have the Yankees who have an elite bullpen. The Houston who's got a good bullpen. Uh, the Rays are the Rays. The Mets have a good bullpen. Cleveland and Detroit being in here is kind of odd. Uh, but then, you know, Angels have an elite closer in Iglesias. Pretty yeah. good bullpen. And then the Dodgers are the fucking Dodgers. So, they got Kim- they replaced Kenley Jansen with Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, what are you gonna, you know, what are you gonna do? But uh, I mean, I'm fine with like if if Atlanta's bullpen ended the year with a 1.13 whip. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, pretty happy with that, including games where you're getting like yeah. butt fucked by, you know, and you're like your you know long relievers getting fucked because your starter only lasted mm. two innings. Or yeah, I'll take that mm. all day. Um, so say that's pretty pretty interesting stats for the uh, for the bullpen. Um, is what it is. Next up, getting into a little more of uh, league-wide news. The Padres getting close to signing Robinson Cano. Why? They have Cronenberg at second base, right? Why not? Because they have Cronenberg at second base. <laughs> uh, how long do they have to wait to sign him before they have to give up something compensatory? Because he's I, owed like $43 million by the Mets. Does I, You know, I don't. No, off the top of my head, but like second base, uh, I don't sorry, shortstop. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're just gonna like DH him or that. I mean, it's possible their DH is Luke Voigt right now, so maybe they're gonna platoon him because yeah. Luke Voigt against right handed pitching is a fucking or they they assume the other shoe's gonna drop with Hosmer, <clears throat> maybe and yeah. Hosmer might not be a viable situation. At uh, first base, at least at the plate. Although Hosmer's still pretty good defensively, so I don't... Yeah. Like, he he has, he offers value that, I don't he, know, you can't... I doubt they're going to teach Cano to play first base. He's got a 985 OPS so far this year. Hosmer? Yeah. Yeah, he's been oddly, oddly hot so far this year. But, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what that says about the Padres. Like, they, they're clearly, like, we at least have to make the fucking playoffs with this team. Like, we can't... They, they don't... <clears throat> I think they look over at their Southern California uh, counterpart in the Angels and are like, we can't have this much talent and just not make the fucking playoffs. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I don't know if signing Robinson Cano is going to be the thing that puts you over the edge, but you know, there's a lot of little moves through the season that, that might not make sense individually, but in the end they make sense, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, 
Maybe they have their eyes set on one particular matchup at some point late in the season or in the playoffs. Like, I think we need to have Robbins going to on our team just for this. Like, Dave Roberts was only on that team to steal that fucking base. You know what I mean? Right. Like, for the Red Sox. So uh, that was the whole reason he was on the fucking rosters, to do something like that. Or, I mean, in another <clears throat> more recent example, uh, Gerard Dyson on yeah. those Royals teams. Yep. He was only there to pinch run late in yep. the game and then Defensive. play cover all of yeah. center the whole fucking outfield yeah pretty much yeah um so maybe they have maybe there's something like that in mind maybe there's one pitcher that they're worried about in the playoffs that canode is lights up yeah who knows or even just like a dodgers pitcher down the stretch like who, yeah. Who, yeah anything like that um but i think that's it i thought that was interesting i and i really do think the padres like they're like all right we have our hooks in the fan base again after being so mediocre and shitty for so long We've got the we've got fucking one of the coolest players in baseball mm-hmm. in Tatis Jr. I know he's out right now, but he'll be back. And we've changed our uniforms back to the cool ones from the stupid ones we had for so long, like the weird ocean mm-hmm. breeze fucking what's that? Cran- cranberry. Oh yeah, yeah. Ocean uh, spray. Ocean spray. Yeah. <laughs> They're weird fucking ocean spray jerseys yeah. that were just absolute dog shit. Like they look cool again. They play cool again. All that shit. I really think. There's an interesting urgency to this Padres team, and they had that same ur- not urgency, but they kind of remember remember when the Braves trade with them and they got Max Fried and stuff like that from mm. it when they trade the Uptons and Kimbrel there. Like yeah. the Padres were like just kind of yellowed it. Yeah, that's it's the same you know same team. <clears throat> yeah, maybe uh, again I don't see how Robinson Cano adds to any of that. I, I mean, it's, it's interesting adding aging stars or aged out stars on dumb contracts or just trying to build teams with those pieces before. We've seen it with the Lakers when they brought Malone and those dicks over. We saw it with the Lakers now, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it, not, it never fucking works. I mean... You can't it, assemble an old-timer squad and go out and win. You man. can't disassemble an old-timer squad, but San Diego hasn't done that. What you can do is... I mean, the Dodgers find- did it last year with Pools. They got him just to hit left-handers in the playoffs. Right. And he sucked against left-handers in the playoffs. But, you know, that's a risk you take. Right. Because over a big enough data set, he's not going to suck against lefties. And so. he was great against left-handers in the regular season. Yeah, he was, yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's other teams that are that. I remember the Cardinals did it with both, I think, Will Clark and Larry Walker in different years. It's not that you're... Didn't you're, the Cardinals get swept that year in the, in the World Series? Or, or who who was it? Larry Walker played oh, no, for them was, in 04, I think. It was uh, after Walker left Colorado. Colorado got swept by the yeah. Red Sox. Now, no, no, no. Right? Well, I think Walker was on the Cardinals team that got swept in the World Series. But I think the operative words in that is in the World Series. Like, they got a pennant out of it. I guess. I mean, who did, who did they play that year? They didn't. It was the Red Sox, right? Yeah. They didn't lose the World Series because of Larry Walker. Well, I don't think anybody was going to beat the Red Sox at that point. They were just, they got on that roll and that was pretty much the end of that shit. Right. Um, at any rate, yeah. I mean, it's something to do, I suppose. Yeah. He uh, was on the Cardinals in, in 2004. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and they, tr- they traded for him in 2004. That who did they trade for him? Probably nobody. I don't remember them, it being a big, like, what I like. It'll be on his baseball reference page. Yeah. Transactions transitions too let's see similarity scores transactions traded by the rockies to the cardinals for players to be named later and jason birch uh luis martinez chris narvison are the two players to be named later neither one of them really did anything in the bigs so yeah you're right nobody worked fine Either also way. uh in those 2004 <clears throat> playoffs 
Larry Walker hit six home runs and had a 175 WRC plus. Wow. That's not bad. Yeah, that'll do. Who was, uh, what was he playing right field and Matt Holiday was in left? Oh, Holiday wasn't there yet. Oh. So he wasn't right field, mm. though. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, Mark Witten, maybe. Was he still around then? Remember that guy? He had four home runs in uh, 96, I think. I do not remember off the top of my head. Probably four not. home run games. If he was there in 96. But I mean, that Cardinals lineup was, I assume he was hitting, I, man, I just got to look that up now. Um, but I mean, Walker was hitting with Ed, peak Edmonds, peak Roland, and peak pool holes. Mm, forget about, uh, uh, who's the other guy? Jim Edmonds, yeah. Yeah. Like the slowest guy in the world. And because he, he was, he made good plays because he could read the ball well and uh, didn't mind jumping into the wall and shit. But, uh, I feel like a lot of that could have been saved by just running faster. Yeah, just being better at fielding in general. I wonder what his fucking fielding ratings are now using advanced metrics. Because they, uh, they really take good. like range although factor he, and shit into play. They're, they're good, although he does way better with uh, his hitting is what... He's a Hall of Famer. Jim uh, Edmonds? Yeah, but he's, he's basically dead even with Andrew Jones on like wins above replacement and shit like that. Andrew Jones is not in the Hall of Fame. I know, but I'm, they, they both should be Hall of Famers is what I'm saying. So, um, yeah... Man, this was a great lineup the Cardinals had. Renteria led off. Larry Walker hit second, which is, by the way, that is extremely ahead of its time, mm. which is very Tony La Russa. Yeah, Walker in the two-hole, yeah. Yeah, and then Pujols was third, so Walker was... <laughs> Albert Pujols <laughs> was hitting behind fucking Larry Walker, and then it was Roland Edmonds, and then Reggie Sanders behind fucking Edmonds. Reggie Sanders had a good year that year. Yeah. 30, 30 home runs, I think. Yeah, fuck, man. That was a great lineup. Yep. Um, speaking of the, well, Ed- Edmonds was on the Angels. Speaking of them, Rendon hit a left-handed home run against a position player. Yeah. That's interesting. So a quarter of his home runs this year are jokes. Yes. He literally memed a home run. Yeah. Good for him. Maybe that'll fucking get things shaken for him. He's had a rough start this year. A rough one. Yeah. Uh, went over 4 in the next game with two strikeouts, so maybe it didn't help. Well, you know, throw might throw off your swing a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. He's uh, maybe he should start batting left-handed more because he's hitting one eighty-nine against right-handers. Oof. That's not great. It's hilarious that he even was just like, "Fuck it, let's do it." In the midst of a no-hitter, I mean, they're up like. Well, Larry huge. Walker did it when uh, he faced Randy Johnson in the in John the ni- ninety-three All-Star game. No, John Cruck, he threw over John Cruck's head, and Cruck was like, fuck this shit, that he turned around. Oh, okay. I, think, I think Larry Walker went up to the plate with his helmet on backwards. No, no, Cruck had the helmet on backwards. Oh, he did it? Okay. I think Larry, but you might be right about Larry Walker doing the other thing. I mean, it's just two fat guys with goatees, so. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Same dude. It is what it is. One of them's Canadian, I think. Uh, yeah, Walker, Canadian guy. Weird. Uh, last story's a little interesting to me. Uh, the Rendon thing was just funny. Look up that highlight, by the way. Rendon doesn't hit left-handed. It's fucking weird and hilarious. Noah Syndergaard, former Mets pitcher, throwing shit at the Mets, throwing shade at the Mets, giving him shit. Uh, after the Angels uh, uh, rookie, Detmer or whatever, I forgot yeah. the fucking name, threw a no-hitter, Syndergaard posts the Angels post uh, from Instagram on his story and says, this is what a quote-unquote real no-hitter looks like. I think the Mets threw a... Uh, a team no hitter, yeah, yeah, and so he's just like weirdly <clears throat> talking shit on the Mets. And by the way, I've well, seen- no, he's this is right what he's doing, but you finish up and I'll tell you why. So I have seen stuff from Mets fans online on Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that where they're like, 
Noah Syndergaard is apparently kind of an asshole in the locker room, or like not. He's not like a Luke Voigt asshole where he tr- hazes so hard that Anthony Rizzo has to pop in and be yeah. like, chill out, you fucking <clears throat> psycho. Yeah. But Syndergaard's just kind of like a dick, maybe a little childish, something like that, but not in like a fun, playful way like Ronald Acuna is, like a, like a I don't know, prickish sort mm-hmm. of way. What I, I don't know. That's what it sounds like. But anyway, he posts this. I kind of just takes a shot at the Mets for seemingly no reason. I don't know. Well, I mean, here's the reason. The Mets are having some success this year, right? Right. Um, and they're a little too excited about it. They need to calm down. They're six and four in their last ten games, by the way. It's not like they're fucking still killing it. Uh, they've definitely come back to earth. They just got out to a quick lead. But Mets fans are like that dude that uh, does something right, and he's he's like get, he's getting too hyped up. He's harshing everybody's vibe now. Yeah, like just calm. Like great, dude. Congratulations! Calm the fuck down. Like when you, you start, when two- you start having a fucking ticker tape parade because you threw a combined no hitter, nobody gives a fuck about that. It's like uh, you're playing a game of beer pong and the guy yeah. hits his first two cups. Yeah, and he's like, like yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Then he misses the last ni- last ninety. Yeah, that that Syndergaard is doing. His instincts are correct. Yeah, to do this, and it just as a coincidence, I think that he used to play for the Mets. Uh, do you think it's a coincidence? No, he's definitely talking shit. <laughs> but either way, I'm right. Like, do you you have to if somebody's getting out of control like that, you got to take him down a peg, right? Oh yeah. And I don't know if they even play each other this year, so uh, chances are they un- should because the a- the NL East has the AL West. Remember, we just went to the Rangers mm-hmm. game, so yeah, they should play each other at some point. Let's see, Yankees. Dodgers, hold on. I'm looking in the second half. Maybe it's in the second half. So the Mets play the Angels uh, June 10th, 11th, and 12th. Oh, yeah, right before the break. Shit. Well, there you go. And it's uh, in Anaheim, too, so you can talk all the shit he wants without worrying about batteries raining down on his head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do. Look, I'll agree with Noah Syndergaard 100%. Like, your team no-hitter is not a real no-hitter. Yeah, well, does he have a no-hitter? Noah Syndergaard? He might. Yeah, because he had he's had some pretty good years, but I feel like if he had a no hitter, then he can definitely talk shit. But if not, then it's like a gray area. Yeah. Uh, all I'm getting is fucking him trolling the Mets with the no hitter. But I mean, like, if there was a dude, it would be Degrom or Syndergaard. I feel like on, for that, we're on those Mets teams just because they're when they're on, they're like throwing a hundred and two, and they're just fucking nightmares yeah. to face. Uh, he, he said, by the way, uh, to CBS Sports that, it, or to Yahoo, on Yahoo Sports, it says that he says uh, his comments weren't a shot at the Mets. Well, who else is throwing a combined no hitter this year? Right. I mean, I, who knows? And why else? Who else would Noah Syndergaard possibly have a vested interest yeah. in, in trolling? Like he's like, hey, Guardians, fuck you. I mean, it'd be funny just to hear <laughs> somebody. I haven't heard any players. And interviews acknowledge the fact that the Guardians are a team. I mean, what are they doing? They just keep blah, 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 blah. they just keep saying Cleveland. Yeah, um, which I think is appropriate. I don't. I feel like we should boycott that name. We really should have bought up as much Indians merchandise as possible. Yeah. Well, baseballism still has like that screaming dude on the front of their hats. Yeah. So let's get some of those. I mean, it's the major league hat from the old school. Yeah. It's yeah. just that logo. They bought dude, it as of like a year ago. You know those. Mitchell and Ness, like, batting practice jerseys they sell. They have, like, the one that Charlie Sheen and Behringer and all them were wearing in Major League, and I was like, fuck, I'm this close to buying it. I would buy one of those. Yeah. 
would wear it in a heartbeat. And I oh. want to get the Babe Ruth uh, Boston Braves jersey that has the there's an, there's a chief in the middle of it. I couldn't find it anywhere. We're gonna just have to get it made, probably. If we, look, if we fucking have to. Yeah. I just want to steal valor. I have a Wayne Gretzky Blues jersey. I need a fucking Babe Ruth. Get a Jordan Wizards jersey too. <laughs> I, honestly, yeah. <laughs> all the valor. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. I'm 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 fine with Syndergaard trolling the Mets. It's just it was just funny that he did. Well, he's. I mean, the thing is, he so might be an asshole, but you're you're a month away from having to play that series now, and I hope that he just for the game. I hope that it lands on one of his starts. Oh God! So yeah. they can. I mean, that's fun. That's right. People love what fucking sports rivalries, man. I want to see that shit. Yeah, and I, it would be really funny uh, if some kind of malice in the palace situation happens like the the Mets are just too up on their fucking pedestal right now <laughs> and Orange County fans just decided to lay lay a, lay a couple of them out the, not the players but like just in the like yeah. you, Anaheim is the last professional sports stadium on earth where I would imagine people getting into fist fights for some the, reason it's just I, so vanilla like yeah. I can't even imagine anybody getting to a fight there but that would be really funny it would be and you know people don't realize this but there's a lot more trash in Orange County than you think uh, you mean people wise yeah oh yeah big time yeah. do you know oh, who's he, from Anaheim what do you know who's from Anaheim no Lopez really yeah. uh, uh, Lasper Lopez yeah oh boy there we go yeah, that's he's, yeah. he's probably the fucking mayor of that place <laughs> 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 it's not all it's not all uh newport no certainly not it's New, newport beach is actually uh is is pretty fucking nice oh yeah some good restaurants there but there's a lot of old ladies walking around too it creeps me out yeah i feel like i'm in some kind of weird time warp or some shit that's my favorite part about arrested development is that like balboa island that's all real yeah. like it's all yeah oh yeah yeah the fucking bananas there's actually a banana stand there too is it really yeah. oh yeah God. i don't know if it came before or after the show though okay but i know there's well it probably came after because they 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 did another one and there's a blue banana stand yeah. like somebody bought that but but they i mean it's at like the actual like pier and stuff yeah. like there whatever the fuck yeah. is out there it must have cost them a fucking fortune to shoot that shit because you got to shut it down otherwise or or they were shooting at like fucking four or five o'clock in the morning it right sucks. yeah sun su- yeah. sunrise as soon basically. as the sun comes up Ugh. anyways that's not baseball no it's not and i'm done.